listening to the Art with Soul podcast. Fortnightly conversations on the artist's journey to inspire your creative soul. And I'm your host, Shinjini. Welcome back. So here we are with season two of the podcast. And I thought that we'd kick this season off by talking about the 100-day project, which is one of the most popular art and creativity challenges around. And this year, it's starting on the 31st of January. So that makes this the perfect time to start planning the project if you are thinking of taking part in it this year. I touched on art challenges briefly in the third episode of the podcast when I suggested monthly or weekly challenges as a way in to creating a daily art practice. The 100-day project can be an excellent way to kickstart your art practice this year with a community of artists from around the world. The excitement that it generates can be really infectious and it can really help to propel your creative practice. And it can also be quite challenging to think about creating something every day. So here are some suggestions for how you can approach the 100-day project. Uh, Some tips that I have picked up and some things that I have learned from the years when I failed and succeeded at the project. So first up, you need to decide if you want to produce a finished piece of art every day or if you want to work on a particular technique for 100 days. So for example, my first successful 100-day project was 100 days of painting intuitively. My objective was to work on the technique for 100 days. I was less concerned about having 100 intuitive paintings. Approaching the challenge from this perspective is an excellent way to deepen and improve a particular style or technique. 100 days translates to roughly three months, which is a good amount of time to focus on a particular art technique uh, or an art style and actually see improvements. And when you work on something consistently for 100 days, you will also start to see your own style develop. So that's another little positive of working on a 100-day challenge. If you want to produce a finished piece of work every day, the best tip I can give you is to keep it small. Working on a small piece of art makes it less overwhelming and typically requires less amount of a time commitment than working on a bigger project would entail. I would also suggest that you pick a subject that you're really curious and passionate about. That will just make it easier for you to commit to your project. If you do 100 days of um, 
sketching for example hoping that that will make you start to enjoy sketching it may not work especially if you realize that you really don't like to sketch a better way to try something like that is to give yourself a shorter time period let's say 15 days or perhaps 30 days of sketching so when you're planning a 100 day challenge try and do something that you're really interested in the other thing when you're planning your challenge is to decide on some parameters for your challenge so for example let's say that you decide to do a uh, 100 days of portraiture now is the time to decide if you are going to mainly be doing pencil sketches and drawings uh, if you're going to work on uh, or focus more on the shading of faces or if you're going to paint 100 faces and if you're going to paint 100 faces do you want to stick to a particular medium uh, let's say do you want to stick to watercolors or acrylics or pastels or mixed media or do you want to experiment with that and keep it a little bit more open and loose or maybe you decide that you would like to do a mix of pencil sketches and paintings and then you would have to plan out your project accordingly deciding on these things in advance just helps you to be a little bit better prepared for the challenge and it removes some of the uncertainty or that slight confusion that happens sometimes when you show up at the painting table and you wonder what you should paint or what materials you should use so when you have those parameters set up it takes care of some of that once you have your idea planned out it's a really good idea to do a little bit of prep work now what i mean by that is that you decide on your material so for example your substrate you may decide to buy a sketchbook of a particular size for your project or maybe you need to cut down paper to size so for example when i did 100 days of painting intuitively uh, i decided to use a large a3 size journal and since i was working on a work in progress project I was able to paint big and still save space. So working in a sketchbook as opposed to working on canvas, you also need to think about space constraints and things like that. So that's where this prep work really comes handy. And of course all of this is really important to consider if you have a small art studio or a small art table where you work. Although even in a large studio I'm sure keeping 100 canvases is no easy task. Another tip is to set up your space. So prop up your easel, tape down your paper, have your paints in easy reach and your brushes clean, your water jar full, your pencils sharpened. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? So it's just really helpful to have all of this set up. so that whenever you come in to create you don't have to waste any time 
looking for materials or setting up your space and you can just get down to creating for the day when it comes to keeping up with the challenge now um i'm really a big believer in giving yourself grace you don't have to finish 100 pieces in 100 days or paint for 100 days at a stretch life happens and being mentally prepared and being willing to give yourself that grace makes it easier when you miss out a couple of days so if you fall behind you know you don't really feel the need to rush and catch up i mean nobody's keeping a score of this so really do it in a way that is supportive of your life and your schedule another suggestion is that if you miss a day or a couple of days but then you have a block of extra time on a weekend for example you could consider working on multiple pieces at the same time this of course is more relevant if you're doing 100 pieces of art uh, as opposed to a working project So working on multiple pieces on one day might just help you to finish your 100 day project in 100 days if that is something that is important to you without really needing to actually paint for each of those 100 days. Um I hope that makes sense. While we are on the subject of grace, also give yourself the permission to abandon the challenge if it isn't working for you without beating yourself up for it sometimes we think we may enjoy a project and then we find that we don't or we realize that it's just too much of a time commitment and that we'd rather be spending our time on a different area of interest and that's perfectly all right What I would suggest you do is that you spend a little bit of time reflecting on why you abandoned the project so you can keep those reasons in mind if you ever decide to do a 100 day challenge again and that way you'll be able to recognize the um I don't really want to use the word mistakes but you know it will just help you to realize why you abandoned that project and maybe plan a 100 day project in a slightly different manner next time in fact that is the way that i finally did um 100 days of painting intuitively i had many past failed 100 day projects all of which taught me a lot of different things that i was then able to keep in mind while planning out my own 100 day challenge i think it's also important to remember that successfully completing a 100 day project one year does not guarantee that you'll stick to it next year so case in point i jumped into the 100 day project last year and i abandoned it within a few weeks It was an idea that sounded really interesting in my head uh, which was 100 days of creative explorations so it was a widely open challenge into which I could fit almost any kind of uh, 
art project. But then my priorities changed during the year. I ended up spending most of my time focusing on abstracts and while I was doing that, I was not really ready to share any of it. So that 100-day project, it just fell to the wayside. The other problem that happened with the way I set that project up was that it was really open, wide open to interpretation. So every time I showed up to paint thinking that, okay, I'm going to do something for the 100-day project, I would then wonder, okay, now what should I work on? Because I just had so many ideas. And you know what happens when you have too many ideas, right? It can become difficult to choose just one and start working. So that is what makes it so important to set some parameters and limits for your project as well. At least in my opinion, you may find that your mileage varies, which is why it's also important to learn from any of your past mistakes. So what I want to leave you with is that idea that, you know, it's totally all right to also abandon a project and that falling off of the challenge is really not a personal reflection on you. So if that's a fear that prevents you from even starting on the 100-day project, let this be your permission slip to abandon it if it doesn't work for you. So those are my tips from my own experiences, from both my wins and misses from previous tries at the 100-day projects. And I hope that um, they help you to navigate the 100-day project with more confidence and to be able to finish the project successfully and also to be all right if you don't finish the project. I'd love to know if you're participating in the project this year. I am. I'm going to do 100 days of soul-fueled abstracts. So you can either look for that hashtag on Instagram or better still, follow me there on moderngypsy.in and tell me if you're taking part in the project as well. I'd love to follow you and see what you create. Because, you know, doing a big project like this, it's always fun when you have your own little group that's cheering you on and encouraging you through the process. So that's it for me for this time. I hope that you found these tips useful. Thanks for tuning in to the Art With Soul podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes and share the podcast with your friends. Until next time, take care and keep creating.